video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 218 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my hellbilly homeboy, and that should give you a fucking hint of what we're doing this week. Mr. Grizz, what the fuck is up? Dude, I'm feeling great. I'm back from the fucking mountains. I spent a, a week up there getting my fucking head ready. Detoxing. Down pretty heavy up there oh dude the, the the fucking jack daniels winter winter ale is out and that's a that's a problem for me dude it's like this hard Wait, what is that it's a hard tennessee cider that jack daniels makes dude you don't even dude huh. it's like it's like 30 35 proof dude but you don't you don't need a mixer just some ice here's Brutal. here's a question i have for you maybe you know because i don't What's the difference between the percentage by volume or whatever, like the alcohol percentage by volume and proof? Uh, dude, I'm a smoker. I don't know anything about alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I just I, drink whatever's around. I've never looked it up, but I'm assuming that the proof is the strength of the alcohol and the percentage by volume is exactly what it says. For like serving size, like how much? I don't know. Yeah. What's a serving of alcohol? Who drinks just a serving? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is a shot one ounce? Is that what a... I think so, maybe. I don't know. If you if there's any bartenders that listen to us, let us know, because I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to oh, forget it by the end of I, the episode. I cleared off a couple of those bottles, full-size Jack Daniels bottles over yeah, the fucking man. weekend, dude. I was feeling good. That was that was quite the uh the scenic area that you were in it reminded me of like madman or something dude, that's was, what it looked like it was the burning oh dude it was total burning vibes dude up there for sure and like it, we were our dude our cabin that we got was in the middle of fucking nowhere there was nobody around us it was just dead quiet stars at night it was it was kind of creepy at night dude i was hoping to see a squatch i'm like i kept watching like fucking sasquatch movies and documentaries and shit dude because i'm about that i want to fucking <laughs> I want to see well, that interdimensional fucking beast, dude. I'm a, I, I want to experience it. Well, I'm a little fucking mad that you didn't get possessed by the deadites or something while you were up there. <laughs> I was trying. It's like, fuck, dude. Now, like, now what are we supposed to do? There was, a, there was the a well I was you? trying to fucking, you know, <laughs> I, was, I cut my wrist to drop the blood into the well, hoping for some action. <laughs> Nothing, dude. I did all the yeah, things well, you shouldn't do in the fucking mountains. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I went on this trip to the woods and all I got was this shitty leprechaun, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. You know, I, I am a believer in a lot of cryptids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just don't do the Bigfoot, bro. I no, just can't believe it. No, they, I just, for whatever reason, I'm just like, I feel like we would have seen it by now. All right, let me lay this on you, dude. All right, all right, all right, all right. Give me it. Give me it. What if... Uh, what if <laughs> big feet or foot? I don't know what the plural of big foots. Is big, big footsies. Feet? Big footsies. So okay, imagine if they're a species that are as old, if not older, than fucking mankind. That are not just attached to our planet, but they are travelers of the the galaxies, if you will. And How? They, Dude, they're like they 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 are interdimensional creatures that travel through portals and dimensions, dude, and like that's why like we have a hard time seeing them because they can travel in and out of dimensions. Dude, there's like so many reports of like people seeing like huge fucking orbs of light right before or after a Bigfoot sighting and shit. Like it gets deep, dude. Like. That the the Lord, I don't know if I believe, dude. I'm not saying I'm I'm, I'm a crackpot. You don't gotta say that. I see it in your face. <laughs> All right, but I'm saying I'm, I'm looking at it with the puzzled look. But like there is some fucking, stuff like, that needs to be looked at about the squatch, man, because it gets deep. Is there? Here's here's the thing. I don't want to offend our listeners. Is there a difference between Bigfoot and a Sasquatch? No, I think it's pretty much just based on uh, the region and like you know the the lore, the. The dialect of the area, yeah, you know, yeah, like that's all. Yeah, I get you. Yeti. You know what I, you know what I really wish was real, and I like pray, pray to whatever's out there that it is. The Jersey Devil. 
I wish the Jersey Devil was real. I could see that, you know, dude. Living, living in the Pine Barrens, being creepy and shit, flying around. Like the Fuck. Chukacabra, I believe in that shit, dude. Because, like, you know, like just a crazy, mangy-looking dog creature. That's got to be real. Come on. So it's like... There's other things too, man. Like, like just being in the woods, like, was pretty. Like, I was like walking up through the Adirondacks and like areas that are just completely fucking secluded, man. Like, I'm the only person like walking in the fucking woods, and it's it's weird. The woods are okay. a vibe, dude. Like, you start like just start. You think you're hearing things. You think you're seeing things, dude. Like, the woods will play fucking tricks on you if you're not careful, man. Because then I'm like watching all these missing 411 things, dude. And that's a phenomenon. I'm in a national park, and the whole fucking missing 411 thing is like hundreds upon hundreds of cases of people who just vanished inside of national parks. Like, legitimately yeah. would be with their families and were like 10 feet away, all of a sudden they're fucking gone without a trace Murder. of them, dude. Like, gone. It's just the mm. wildest shit, man. So, like, something's going on. There's something weird in the woods. I don't know if it's like forest nymphs, the fucking big feet. I don't know if it's unicorns and shit, dude. But there's something weird in the woods. I'm a fucking believer that we don't know what's up. So, you know what's funny about that? Like, you're saying you're hearing things and shit. When I moved from New York to fucking where I am now, like, even just being outside at night, it sounds completely different. Oh, I can imagine. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I guess the, the animals are different and all that. There's way more wildlife around here. There's way less like noise pollution i guess you could say and i'm like oh man what the fuck was that like was that an owl i think that was an owl like and i know like you know when i'm there and like your psyche to do like paradelia and shit like that you can start hearing things that don't exist you can start seeing things that don't exist like your mind can definitely fuck with you powerful man very powerful person could start seeing shit oh yeah dude especially under the influence of some of the things i was on in the woods i started definitely fucking feeling and hearing some things so i'm saying the the mind's a powerful tool you got to be careful when you're out there but i still believe there's something going on in the woods dude something's all this Dude, the oceans are still unexplored, uh, and you can't look everywhere at once in the woods, man. You USOs, never know. There's some dense forest out there. The unidentified submerged objects? I fucking believe in Ooh, that, dude. I like that. Dude, the like USOs that. are like a fucking phenomenon. People keep seeing them I coming know that's a in thing. and out of the oceans. Like boats, big fucking tankers and shit like that have reported seeing like spheres just coming out of the fucking water and into the sky and stuff, man. Dude, what's, USOs. what's one... What's one thing you for sure don't believe in? Like, what do you think is bullshit? God. Well, come on. Like more, more <laughs> in, in the like realm of, We all know that already. <laughs> but I'm saying more in the realm of... Oh, man. Like... Cryptids or UFOs or shit like that. Like, what? which one specifically are you like, fuck... Or even urban legends, stuff like that. Like, which one is for sure bullshit to you? Man, it's tough. Um, I have a hard time... Well... See, whenever I'm just about to say something, I'm like, well, do I have a hard time with this? I was going to say the whole, like, sea creature thing is tough, but that's really not that hard to believe. You know, like, there could definitely be sea creatures, you know? I don't know, dude. Like, is there something that, like, immediately jumps out to you as, like, 100% bullshit? Like, I think, like, the Mothman is bullshit. See that? Yeah, like, there's a whole... That's a, that's a very complicated one, too, man. The whole, like, seeing him... It's too and, broad. It's too broad. Like, yeah. it, it, like, it's connected to too much, where it's like, okay, I get it. You know what? I, I, know that I, I, I will tell you one thing that I think is 100% bullshit. The Slender Man thing. I think that is a... Oh, yeah. An internet fucking, like, tween fucking made thing. Yeah. So, but with that being said, dude... I do believe in a thing called the tulpa. And what that is, is it is it is basically a, a, anything that is created from the force of enough people believing in it. So, like, if enough ah. people put their energy and thought process into believing in Slender Man, it could potentially manifest Slender Man in, in some kind of, like alternate reality or dimension or something like that that's basically what a talpa is it's like it's, a, it's an indian thing or a native american thing where like they would believe like if you truly invest in this thought and, and like you really believe it will create you know it's, it's skinwalkers and shit like that dude it's all part of it 
I I I love the whole skinwalk. Oh, I think this so we're cool, like way dude. off the rails right now, but like, dude, this shit is awesome. I love all this yeah. stuff. Uh, I don't necessarily believe in it all, but I love listening listening about it. I love listening to people talk about it, like people that truly believe. Yeah, like I want I want to hear your I want to hear what you have to say. You know what I mean? Like it's it's fun to see other people's point of views on things that aren't they're not proven true and they're not proof you can't prove them false like you know how could you ever say like it's definitely not there and it's so funny watching certain documentaries dude because you'll watch one where you're like man this is so fucking compelling the people talking are fucking compelling the footage is great and then you'll watch one on the same topic and you're like these people are fucking crackpots this is the worst yeah, piece yeah. of garbage i've ever fucking seen so yeah. like it's all really on like what content you're taking in it, it really does scope your beliefs a little bit and i feel like if things are done a little bit i think that's the big problem too the presentation of things is becoming better now so people are starting to believe more in things that they might yeah. not have in the past it doesn't so. look like it's fucking shot in somebody's basement yeah, right. or something it's like that it looks like unsolved a mysteries fucking special effects <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know man I, i'm hoping that one day we like prove that one Something. of these things is real any of them and anything please yeah. doesn't have to be even one of the crazy ones nah. like give me something fucking easy you know like I'm just, with that. just one day man I, I'm, I'm waiting to see a real werewolf that's what i want to see so speaking of things that are uh highly debated and hot topics of of timeliness and stuff like that I think that this week's movie is is the perfect choice to not really. This is just like a, 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 a dipping our toes into the Halloween season, but this is more so just a, a long time coming. This is for us. Yeah, this is yeah. just a long time coming. We've had the debate so many times with other movies that are, are in this franchise, but it is fucking time, dude, that me and you sat down and we chopped it up on the 2007 fucking halloween remake from the one and only rob zombie <laughs> we had to do it we have to do it yes. that's it we i first mess, uh mentioned to grizz i'm like hey man want to do halloween 2 and he's like absolutely not i cannot <laughs> sit through that movie he's like, even, even to talk shit about it you're like I, I can't i just can't so we decided okay let's uh let's go back let's revisit this movie maybe it's not as bad as we remembered or you liked it, so it, it, right? So. You like this movie? It's, I've yeah. always loved it. So, so maybe it wasn't as bad as I remembered. Maybe I'm longing for anything at this point. And um, you know, we we decided, hey, let's just fucking jump into the the house of a thousand bad zombies. movies or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, back rough. In, back in the zombie land Pretty over rough. here. Yeah, and uh, this movie is is. I'm just gonna say it now not as bad as i remembered it. thank you dude it has it has some value right like there's there's yes. some good things about this movie remember you were just saying about like the alternate universes and all that stuff i just picture this as michael in an alternate universe it's just i a can different accept story. that right not part totally of the not that. canon not nothing it's just in an alternate reality you know <laughs> I, th there's so many people who, who shit on this, obviously, who are, are diehard Halloween fans and they love the franchise. They, you know, and I get that. And you, I'm not. So I think this is the perfect movie for me for like, because I'm not a fucking Michael Myers guy. I don't have the same, like, you know, I don't hold the same value to those things that everyone's like, oh, he's just pure fucking evil and you're giving him a backstory and that makes him human. Like, motherfucker that makes it better to me like i never bought into the whole michael myers is just pure evil that's why he's yeah. doing what he does there's no rhyme or reason i hate that dude i i never liked that either because i was always a fan of like this could just be the kid next door and one day so he something snaps in his brain and he turns into that yeah you know nothing supernatural about it no good or evil bullshit or whatever just somebody that's like incredibly sick just miswired and man. just and i think that happens yeah. in, in reality and like i think of that course. makes it better dude yeah yeah and like do i like the supernatural element that they add in later on in the franchise i i do i'm not gonna lie the thorn cult the, stuff the cult, i yeah, love yeah, that yeah, because it's so it's crazy it's so crazy we and like you say uh you like weird movies you like bizarre shit to me that was always like bizarre like why would they go into that like oh, yeah. realm of shit but this movie doesn't have that 
it's back to just a slasher film there's no supernatural stuff in this movie um and i i really do gotta say that it's not as bad as i remembered thank you so from what i understand his initial intention he wanted two films out of this he basically wanted to have like a childhood and like hospital movie where he really got deeper into that aspect of things and then have the remake be the the halloween movie or whatever that you know would be him as an adult just fucking people up and stuff and i'm glad he didn't do that like i feel like this is yeah this is cohesive as one movie and i don't understand why people i mean i because people are just like they they love what they love and, and anything that like goes against the tradition purist, of something man. yeah purist I, I could get it dude like I'm a little bit that way with certain things too uh, but just giving him this childhood that is like I mean yes it's it's very exaggerated but it, it's somewhat relatable on certain levels to I think a lot of people and just and people fucking shit on the dialogue and stuff like that and it's I don't have a problem with any of this, dude. Like, I know that, like, it's intense and it's white trashy, but, like, I'm telling you from experience, people like this exist. This is dialogue that fucking happens in reality. As much as, like, people want to say it doesn't, I've experienced it. Like, this shit fucking is real to me, man. Like, that's, I don't know. Like, maybe I grew up in a white trash childhood, but, like, I, I definitely, uh, I, I don't think that this is too far-fetched of, of a time period of this movie. I feel like people, I mean, obviously, I, like, I think it's a little over the top, but I think the reason why people also are kind of shocked by it is because it's, like, right in the beginning of the movie. You know what I mean? It like it's right. Like, it, yeah. yeah, you don't you don't like any any sort of warm up or anything. Like it, you don't know what it's gonna be like, you know, how this family interaction is gonna be. And all of a sudden it's just like, I'm gonna skull fuck you, you fucking retard. Like you fucking <laughs> whore. Like William Forsythe is just going fucking nuts. Dude, he's and I'm so jealous of I, him. I, I, I do have to say though, man, I like him better in fucking Devil's Rejects than. This. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But I will, dude. I love this character for him though. Yeah, like I'm so envious. To, like I want to play a character like this just so that I could be that much of like a piece of shit and not have like a conscious about it. Just because like the dialogue is so over the top though that it's just like it would be so fun to play one of these scenes out dude like just to like really embrace my inner white trashiness and just like let it all out on display on film that would really just ah dude that would that would be fun so what do you what do you think about the casting in this movie it's It's actually pretty solid i will say that's one of his one of my favorite things about all rob zombie films is his ability to put together a really great cast and not only that like the main people that obviously Sherry Moon's in it. You're guaranteed to get her in any fucking movie. But, but like, but but she's out of the movie after the first fucking. 15 and minutes. this is probably the best movie she's in of his, as far as yes. the role. Her her role is believable yes. as fuck in this movie, dude. And like, she yeah, does she just a great plays job. Michael Myers' mom. She's yeah. just like a. She's trying to fucking keep shit together. Has a fucking horrible boyfriend or whatever she's, the hell. He's she's fucking to be. stripping to fucking take care of her kids. Like love hurts, dude. <laughs> God damn, no. I feel for these <laughs> motherfuckers, man. And like, it, it's it, dude. There's something so like awesome, and like I don't know. I, I guess it's not. It's wrong to say that it's awesome. But when we see young Michael Myers like dealing with the fucking assholes at school, and like the dude's got the fucking clipping of his stripper mom from the magazine and shit dude it's yeah, so like that's rough fucking brutal dude so when he beats the shit out of that kid in the woods i'm just like oh yeah, yeah take that you piece of trash motherfucker so like he does a great job of invoking these real emotions because of how over the top like i think if he was subtle in this movie and these scenes it, it wouldn't work as well. It wouldn't. It wouldn't pull on the like the emotions as much as it does because it is kind of shocking shit that you're getting introduced to very quickly. You're getting pictures of dead animals, dead cats, and like you know you're the the, the whole family dynamic of the fucking stepdad trying to fuck the, the stepdaughter. Like it's wild shit, dude. So 
it's it's a little much to digest. I could see that for an average horror watcher, but as a, a zombie fan, I'm like, business as usual. Let's get it going. <laughs> well, you know what? That's actually one thing that I I would say that they could have left out was like him having the pictures of the dead animals and like the dead cat in his bag. I feel like it's way better if it's just like this kid was normal, just like a little weird, like he kept to himself. And like one day, these bullies and stuff just drove him yeah, I like, like that over the too. edge. You know, and it I, just keeps getting like worse and worse. Yeah, I do like that that concept better. I think the the dead animal thing is too much of a play on the classic like psychological Serial fucking thing of like, oh, the, that the kids that, that hurt animals. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure kids that fucking hurt animals are fucked and they deserve to get their asses beat because animals are awesome. But like, mm. it, it's just too much on the nose of like, oh, it's that cliche fucking, you know, he's hurting animals now. He's going to become a, a, a fucking serial killer later and shit. So I, I could definitely go without that. And I, I think you're right. It's better if he's just like a normal kid. Yeah, his, his you know, fucking home life isn't the best. But that coupled with like the torture at school making him snap is better than him just having this underlying like sickness, if you yeah. will, to him. You know what? Um, this week, fuck the trailer. We don't it, need nah, it. Nah, just, we're going I, in. Yeah, let, we're, we're already like 20 minutes in, 21 minutes into the. I don't even know where the fuck we are. We got to just fucking let this rip. Yeah. Because uh, I want to talk about more of the casting. Um, what do you think about Tyler Maine as uh, Michael Myers in this? <laughs> Dude, Big Sky, that dude is a the fucking. If you don't know, U- UWF alum. Yes, if, if you don't know, this Herb dude Abrams, he, rep. used to be uh, a wrestler. He's a fucking monster, dude. Him in this role is this is the role he was made for, in my opinion. Oh yeah, he's a big motherfucker, dude. He's he looks huge in this movie. This when he's is, sitting in that little metal chair. Oh, this is what I want in Michael Myers though. And like what I he's he's bigger in some of the other, you know, films and stuff like that. But this is the first time where I truly felt intimidated by the presence, by the shape of fucking Michael Myers. It yeah. is truly a fucking shape, man. Like yeah. It, it's I don't know, like it's it's just I want to be feel like there is no stopping this individual. And when you see him up against people like Danny Trejo and he's fucking dwarfing Trejo and shit, like they're just Trejo's like, actually only like five foot four though. Oh really? I didn't know he was that small. He's a little guy. He's a little guy. Come at me Trejo. Yeah. I'll fuck you up, bro. I didn't even there know. You go. There you go. No, but I totally agree. Dude, when he's beating the fuck out of Ken Foray, by the That's way, one of the best scenes. in this movie yes. as Joe Grizzly, bitch. Uh, dude, he's even bigger than him, and and Ken Foray's very fucking large. Yeah, he's a big. Look dude. at him in Dawn of the Dead and everything. He towers over everybody, but this motherfucker is so believable that you would stand no chance against him in any sort of physical altercation or whatever. That it's like perfect. Where the original Michael Myers in one and two and shit, like he's a big dude, but like it's he's not so big that like you're gonna be well. He's got me. That's that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this one is just you're Tyler fucked. Maine's shoot fucking side. His height is six eight. He is a big huge. motherfucker, dude. And he's thick. He's like guy. He's probably three fifty or some shit. Like yeah. That. I wish I knew his weight in this because he's like he's in other roles where he's much slimmer, like more drama roles that he's done and shit where he's not like a, a fucking hulking monster. But dude, in this movie and in X Men, he was saber tooth. He is a fucking beast in both of those movies, man. Yeah. I love I, him I love too. the cast. That's a great fucking role oh, for yeah, him, too. Oh, yeah, that was. Yeah. Was he ever in... He was only in the first one, right? Or was I, he in any of the others? I think it was just the first one. Oh, yeah. They ended up using... Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Liv Schreiber? Oh, yeah, that's right. That, is that his name? Right? Wasn't, was that uh, prob- him? Probably. I forgot. I don't know if that's his fuck. Leave? I don't know how to fuck... I don't know. Live, live. But, um... <laughs> but the casting in this like the little the kid that they have playing michael as a kid does a good job for what it is he looks kind of goofy he looks like he could potentially eventually be pretty large you know you know and, I, and he's I, not I like intimidating casting. it's it's really it's good he's you know not to be like i'm not trying to pick on the fucking kid but he's 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 a weird looking kid right and like it's you, you yeah if he was Unique. like an average fucking like normal kid, it wouldn't work as well because like this this plays into this like 
childhood trauma that is very believable that I think a lot of people can relate with of being like bullied and picked on for things that are completely outside of your control. And like that would definitely have been happening, you know, to, to young Michael Myers in this movie. And dude, the kid plays it so well. Like when he's like, his raw emotions like when he's in the hospital and he's screaming after fucking killing the nurse and shit dude like he is a very believable actor in this movie for being how young he is yeah and also you can't forget about fucking brad duraf in this bitch fucking sheriff sheriff bracket sheriff bracket what do you you know whenever you see him in a movie you know it's gonna be fucking good dude's awesome and not only that do we get there's like just constantly there's so many people that you'll see you're like that's fucking Clint Howard. That's fucking Bill Mosley. Blah, blah, you know, it's like it continues on and on. You're like, these are just continual fucking alums of horror greats that he continually gives work to. And I love that about Dan- fucking Rob Daniel Zombie. Harris. Yeah. Dude. Halloween alum. Like, that's so fucking weird that she's in this movie. You know what I mean? To me, that's so strange. There's a ton of people like that in this in this film, though. They really like I'm going down the fucking uh, the. uh like the IMDb page, fucking Udo Kier's in this. Like, the fuck? He, oh, Tom Towles is in this. He's another uh, Rob Zombie. Yeah, I was going to say. And, regular, uh, I guess you uh, could say. What's his name? Lou Temple. He's been in like every fucking Rob Zombie movie also ever. So, I mean, he's, Man. and that's what I also like about Rob. He does have his regulars that you're, he's going to go to that he kind of relies on and stuff. And it, it does kind of give the stamp of a Rob Zombie film. You know, seeing Sherry Moon. You know you're watching a Rob Zombie. She's not in any fucking other buddy. Nobody else has casted Sherry Moon in anything, dude. So I, I'm I don't think I ever looked it up, but was she ever in a non Rob no. Zombie movie? No. No, nah, dude. Just Rob's stuff. <laughs> no. So be it. So be it. So, um, Grizz, this obviously is supposed to be a fresh start of the Halloween franchise. Right, this isn't supposed to be, you know, in canon with the originals or anything like that. Do you feel like this got a bum rap compared to the newer? I mean, like obviously the newer ones are part of the the franchise and everything, but it retcons everything. It gets rid of everything. Would you rather have seen like? a Rob Zombie type thing where like it's a new interpretation of the whole story or are you cool with just like forgetting huge chunks of the the lore exist so this is my take on this situation man uh, I'm totally cool and I'd prefer what Rob did with this and and putting a fresh stamp on it just like I, I really liked what they did with the Friday the 13th remake of the same time period it wasn't trying to be what the originals were it was a, it's its own fresh kind of take on a similar story of the same character or whatever uh, this is the this is the this is the deal with this for me because it dude the, the halloween fan base is fucking hardcore like it is probably one of the most dedicated fan bases in franchise horror history in my opinion and rob zombie is a fucking polarizing character in movies and music in general like people either love him or they fucking hate him so it wouldn't have mattered if this movie was fantastic or not they were gonna fucking pan it regardless because they hate rob zombie so Mm. like i feel like this movie is so is very very good but just gets the bad rap because of who the fucking director is people were not going to give this a chance just because it was a rob zombie film yeah, I think if this was didn't have his name on it, I think people would have actually be more receptive to what this movie is because it's got a fucking really cohesive story. It's got a fantastic Michael Myers. Like it's got probably one of the best Michael Myers in my opinion, including the mask. The yeah. mask in this movie is fucking awesome, dude. Solid. And Solid. It's a great. It's a great classic story featuring Laurie Stroud, and it's it's all there for me, man. And like this is fucking terrifying more so than the original in my opinion this is is actually scary to me see like i feel like a lot of people would rather take a subpar sequel that like is barely like recognizable you know uh just a cash grab or whatever i feel like people would rather have that than a complete reimagining like this no you're right yeah i think they would too because they're so in love with that franchise 
Yeah, and and I feel like you're right. I feel like I'm one. I'm not gonna lie. I was one of those people where, like, right off the bat, I was gonna be like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. Like, who's who? Like, why try to make remake Halloween and stuff? And like, when you think about it, if somebody asked you to do it, are you gonna say no? Like, oh, uh, Grizz, we want you to remake Dead Alive. Fuck you yeah. say no. I'm gonna fucking try my best, dude. I'm gonna make of some money. And no, and you know, you know, going into it, that people are gonna be like. It's, that's not that's bullshit and all that stuff so and dude because know, of that because of what you just said i would have done if i was given that task i would have done the exact same thing rob zombie did i would have known going into it that no matter what i do i'm gonna get panned just because of the nature of it i'm never gonna live up to what peter jackson did so why not try to make it my own interpretation so that it's at least not trying to be a copycat or try to like just be a cash grab. At least try to put my own artistic spin on Dead Alive. Make it Grizz's fucking Dead Alive and not just another fucking remake. Because how many, like you said, there's so many of these sequels that are just garbage fucking sequels, dude. And just because Michael Myers is in it, people jerk off to that shit. And it's a fucking bad movie where it's like, you're going to say that that's better than something like this, which is really thought through. Like there's really a, a solid fucking story here. Yeah. Well, think about this. Take like a, take like a later Halloween film change the mask and make it not a halloween movie you think anybody would ever remember that shit dude no you know what it's i mean another slasher it's yeah, only because it's the of, shape exactly exactly and you know i i don't know what it was like when it first came out but the night of the living dead remake that everybody knows i'm a fucking huge fan of right huge fan and really that's the same shit as this that they said that they said okay let's remake it let's reimagine it a bit still the same story like you know the same idea right just done differently you know what i mean and it's i and great. i love that movie but i wonder how people took that like and i'm not talking about like siskel and ebert i want to yeah, know like the fans you know your uncle and his fucking buddies that went and saw it that were horror heads back in the day like what they think you so know? I, th- I think this is a, a prime example of what i was trying to to get at with the rob zombie thing recently we had the 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 release of the texas chainsaw massacre fucking remake reimagining whatever the fuck that was supposed to be and people loved it and that completely threw away all the fucking history of that franchise it threw away the family history. It, it fucking reinvented the character of Leatherface. It just completely ignored so much of that franchise. And people fucking sucked that movie's dick. And it sucked ass, dude. And because this movie was fucking made by Rob Zombie, it was never given a chance by half the horror community because they instantly fucking hate it because he was the director. How can they watch something like the fucking tcm movie that just came out and praise it so heavily but then shit on something like this that is legitimately a much better fucking movie and does follow i think canon a little bit closer to home than that movie ever even tried to yeah and you know as you're talking i'm like thinking about the movie and everything that first part of the movie is really the only place where we get like super vulgar dialogue yeah where it's like what the fuck it's really only that first part of the movie yeah nothing else happens like that like once once you get introduced once we get introduced to laurie it's pretty much your run-of-the-mill halloween film i mean in reality that's what we're getting in the second half is is any other fucking director's take on a halloween film and it's an actual very fucking brutal take the kills are phenomenal the violence that michael myers is able to 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 like put on screen here is fucking violent dude it's so good and you know i'm thinking i don't know off the top of my head i would have to look at it again but wasn't the the tv cut of halloween like, didn't that include scenes of Michael as a kid? Like, more stuff of him in the asylum? Oh, I have no idea. I have to, and I have they, to And it's that. like, it's not in the theatrical cut, but like, that's that's exactly what he did in this. There's really not that much of him as a kid. And then you start seeing him as an adult in the asylum, and he fucking breaks out like five minutes after you first see him sitting there as yeah. like a fucking huge dude. 
You know what I mean? And and it does like really set the tone for the fucking movie when he breaks out because there's some dude people are getting their throats ripped out. Yeah, people are just get destroyed by this fucking monster. And I actually like the like the, the cast of characters that they kind of make this hospital out of. You know, it's 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 cool that we get. There's a connection to one guard who's been watching him since he was a kid and Danny shit. Trejo. Yeah, dude, I think that's I was that's good a, to you, Michael. I was good to you, Mikey. That's so, dude, and that I, that's awesome to me. The fact that like Trejo's character has basically been like a, a parental figure to Mikey the whole thing. I know he betrays him. He does he betrays him by fucking trying to put the handcuffs on him. And and in the end, it, it is that move that it fucking causes his doom. But it, it, it just goes to show how little, like, sympathy that character really has now for anybody or anything. His mom is, you know, what he doesn't know his mom is dead yet, but, like, he's about to find out soon. But, like, all he cares about in his life was really his mom and his his, his younger, was his brother, right? Or their daughter, or not daughter, his younger sister or whatever it was. The his baby. Sister, yeah. yeah, his younger sister. So, like, I, I like that aspect of it, man, because it just shows it doesn't matter, like, you know how you want to treat him how long he's known you like he only has one driving fucking purpose and like it, it's it's completely fucking brutal when he kills Trey. Oh man i love that scene dude he just he just runs th- it's almost like the scene in terminator 2 when he's just like right when all like the cops and shit are getting fucked up in the in the uh insane <laughs> yeah, asylum dude. it's exactly like that only everybody's getting murdered while he's while he's going through them and it really does it sets a fucking tone where you know that the kills in the movie are gonna just be over the top like it's it's gonna just be brutal it's gonna be gory and it is it's everything that the original halloween movie really isn't right you know there's no they're doing it now in the halloween movies like like honestly dude that last halloween movie they just put out it had the same like intensity level of violence as this one did like it's it's on like they they really picked it up in these new ones to be like hey there is something to having you know michael myers be a little bit more violent well, when I could go on the internet and watch somebody get their head cut off with a chainsaw for real, like yeah, you, you gotta, gotta kind of step it up for a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When like when every day you're watching war footage and shit and people blown up and stuff, it's like you got to do a little news, bit more yeah. than making. Yeah, like <laughs> when I'm going to see a Halloween movie, I don't want to imagine what's going on. Like I want to see it, you know. And like even the original Halloween, like there's not much of that. You know what I mean? There's not a ton of blood in that movie. There's only a couple scenes that where you may fucking wince. But like other than that, like it's pretty pretty much like an atmospheric movie. You know what I mean? Just like the Sandman. Yeah. Um, it, we're gonna be covering that. Similar... I think uh, what uh, we're gonna oh, be doing in this Halloween season. It, yeah. No, fuck it. We'll tell you. We're doing it next week. Yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to spoil <laughs> it. But dude, I am so excited to cover that fucking movie. I have been yeah, dying to yeah, do that yeah, shit. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. We're covering the Sandman. So, so dude, go I watch got, it. Actually, I, I gotta fucking ask, man. What's your take on? Uh, oh on wait, doc- wait. Isn't that what? Isn't that what they play in the original Halloween in the beginning, Mister Sandman, or the the end? I think it's yeah, at the end, play, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a connection. There you go. Perfect. So, dude, I gotta ask, what's your uh, what's your opinion of Doctor Samuel Loomis in this movie? I like him in this one. Yes, I think in this one he's good. He played uh, Ronnie. What's his name? Ronnie McDowell. Yeah, Malcolm. Malcolm. Malcolm, no, McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of the wrong one. Um, <laughs> I think he's good in this movie. He because in the second movie he's like a piece of shit. Yeah, in this movie he's still he's still good, but he's not quite Loomis. He's not the Loomis from fucking the original um, Donald Pleasance. Like you'll never get another performance like that out of anybody. And I gotta say, unfortunately, like that Loomis just beats the fuck out of Malcolm McDowell's. Because you feel like he's kind of effective in that movie, and he's kind of a driving force where, like, he's really out there saying, like, no, we got to get this motherfucker. You know, while in this one, it's, like, kind of a thing, but... Yeah, I feel like this character is definitely a little bit more on the back burner in this movie. It's it's kind of like an afterthought, and I feel like the main, you know, Laurie and, and Michael's conflict is the real, you know, burning part of the second half of this film, which I absolutely do love. Like, the whole, like sequence at the end of the big chase and the build-up uh, of the the finale dude like when he tackles her 
off of the fucking balcony of the second oh, story house shit, man and like dude you see her face is all fucked up like just bleeding every- that is such a great scene man like the intensity of him charging her and just blowing her out the fucking roof it's so good it's you know rob zombie does do a lot of good stuff in this movie um when her friend annie annie brackett gets i i think she's technically alive i don't think she's dead because isn't she in the second movie i think so yeah you're right that's so fucking bad but like that horns like (laughs) that whole scene even in the fucking original like like oh we got a call it's annie like you know what i mean like that whole thing and in this one brad duraf kills that scene where he just loses it yes. like just you're never expecting to see like you're a cop you don't want to go into the fucking murder house and your daughter's laying there all fucked up and he just fucking loses it right like what a fucking powerful sequence Probably. and that's also because brad duraf is like i was gonna dude, say he's, dude, a, he's brad an kills actor it. half he fucking yeah. kills it he honestly makes that sheriff role so awesome in this movie and that scene in particular you you feel like you feel for him like it, it's fucking believable man I, I, I that's why i like i don't i just wish people would give this movie a fair chance you know I, I i wish they would take the fucking rob zombie name off of it because i feel like that legitimately is the big fucking like boulder in the way of people's minds watching this movie like you know they they've seen devil's rejects they've seen the fucking other you know house of a thousand corpses they think they they know exactly what they're they're getting into and they watch the first 10 minutes of this and they're getting a little bit of that and they're automatically writing it off and i think that's it i think people watch the first fucking 10 minutes and think oh it's a rob zombie movie i'm done with it you know and like they don't realize that there's a whole second half to this that is legitimately a fucking fantastic halloween movie like a a a brutal michael myers and probably one of the best forms you're gonna see him in and one of the best fucking masks you're gonna see him in just murdering fucking horny teenagers it's it's exactly what you want in a halloween movie i mean isn't that what these movies are about yeah well also something that i think happens too is like the second movie poisons this movie where people remember the beginning of this movie and how bad part two is and they just forget that the rest of part one is actually a decent film you're right you know what i mean especially for a modern horror movie he had no business doing a part two i will 100 percent agree with that and he should have known better because he he constantly will say how when he was making this it was like a, a fucking struggle every day the studio was calling him and saying whatever the hot movie of that weekend was we got to put some of this in this movie let's start you know we you know if it's whatever the fucking that movie was popular in, we're going to put a little bit of that movie in this one now like so the studio was putting so much pressure on him to constantly change things so i i can't even say that this is exactly what his vision was to begin with but they had no business trying to make part two and it's funny because on an instagram post of his he was talking about some shit like that and i was like hey man would you ever consider trying a remake on part three if the studio you know gave you the green light on it and he was like fuck no dude i want no part of any franchise horror movie ever again because he knows dude like it's a lose-lose uh, situation no matter how much you personally love it and you want to make the best version of it that you can because he is a huge halloween fan he loves these movies yeah. it, it's you're never going to please the majority so you're you know it, what the, uphill battle i'm gonna tell you the problem here this movie came out in 2007 yeah. right if rob zombie made this movie at the actual height of his career which is probably around the late 90s like dude this would have been com- received completely different yeah i agree with that and he would have I, made it before he'd made the other two films that he made before this House of a thousand corpses because yeah, th- if he did this that before jades that, people's I, you know idea as well i think you're right if he does this 98 dude this crushes like because well, look that, at the fucking well, halloween even, movies at that time period dude they're garbage man well that, like if you think about it too like when this came out in 2007 like he was already past being like dreadlocked 
horror Rob Zombie, and he yeah. was in like the seventies, like oh, um, like educated horses bullshit, like yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. time period. And I feel like that hurt, like the audience that would have went to just go see it because it's like oh, fucking Rob Zombie, fuck yeah! Like he didn't have that anymore. I mean, to an extent, he did, but not to the you know. Not to the point of like it was in the late nineties and right. shit where he was on commercials and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you know, and I, I feel like that would have helped this movie immensely if it just came out maybe like what five uh, more than five, like nine years earlier. Dude, honestly, you're like two thousand. This comes out in two thousand. It it crushes, you know. It's it's unfortunate that this gets a bad rap, man, because this is this, in my opinion, is probably one of the better Halloween movies in the entire franchise. Like, I'm not going to say it's better than than the original uh, first two. I get that those are special. They've done more for horror than anything else, probably. But, man, this is equally as good as any of the fucking, you know, four or five fucking shamrock bullshit cult stuff. Like, this is this is as good as any of those. Like, this is such a believable Michael Myers to me. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give a hot take for myself right now. I would say this is better than, definitely better than everything after five. Yeah. Oh. Every, yeah. That's that's fair. Um, and I, but I would say it's equal to part four to me, which I like part four. It's equal to part four, and it's just a little bit behind part three. Yeah. And it's only because part three has that mojo of being from the 80s, the whole nostalgia factor thing, having fucking, you know, all that bullshit. But this movie, I, I really feel like I, I'm guilty of just harboring bad thoughts without <laughs> yeah, giving it a second fair. watch. And I and I have to say, like, I'm grateful for the podcast because I'm forced to go back and watch these movies that the first time around, I was like, I was maybe a, one of those fucking like, you know, you're too fucking just punk being for anything. about it. I think too, we all go through that yeah, shit, too dude, cool for, for sure. school. Yeah, and and now I'm watching them as an adult, like I'm in my mid thirties, and you're just trying to find anything that's entertaining, that's a good solid watch. And I feel like this actually fucking this is like a solid Halloween movie, and it, yeah, it's Rob Zombie, but it's still fucking good. And I feel like you can't listen to what anybody says. Don't even listen to what we say. No, you have to, no, you have to it. make. Yeah, you have to make your own decision. Case in point: Last night, I watched fucking, um, I watched fucking Morbius, the movie that everybody fucking panned and said was fucking terrible. This and that. I watched it, fucking liked it. I would watch it again. I was like, this is. This, what, 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 where's the bad part? Right. I'm waiting for the bad part to happen. And it's fucking three quarters of the way through the movie. Like, I get it. It's not exactly like the comic books. Yeah, it's got Jared Leto. He's a fucking moron. But you know what? Like, the movie's entertaining. And isn't that all you really want? Like, just to be fucking entertained? Yeah, sometimes the point you, of it. you can't be overly critical. And you have to just kind of like just accept it for a movie and enjoy it for what it is. Like, it's okay to be a hardcore Halloween fan, to be a, a diehard Michael Myers head, and to watch this subjectively and be like, you know what, this is this is okay, this is cool. It's not exactly what I grew up on or what I know and love, but this is a, this is an interesting take on the same story. This is a, a, good a fun idea, you know. It doesn't have to be your favorite, but just to pan it without even like really giving it a fair chance, which I think I think a lot of people people are guilty of. I think people should really accept that in themselves that they've done this to all the Rob here's, Zombie's movies. Here's here's the real question I want to know. How many people say shit about it and they've never even never watched, watched it? it, dude? I can I guarantee you a lot of the hot takes people uh will say about this movie is regurgitated bullshit they read online dude, or they heard I'm, somebody I'm, else say. I'm starting to become a Rob Zombie fan, I think, Bro, man. I think things you. are changing. Welcome. I think <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm on the Rob Zombie side. Maybe dude, we could get him on the podcast now. I, I, Be dude, like, dude, I it, repented. With our two powers together and, and, and Rob Zombie fandom combined, I think we could be a possibility. I, I'll go pretty hard if I can get you on board. Oh, dude, I, I think we should try to do that. That'd be fucking wild. Be like, dude, we're not going to talk any bullshit. Like, we just want to talk fucking stupid movies. Yeah, dude. And I, I don't just want to talk about, about your movies, dude. I want to talk about what movies yeah. you like, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. And I and I want to talk about White Zombie. That's it. Oh yeah, that's really Tell what I want to talk about, dude. 
how good in bed was fucking Twiggy. <laughs> say Twiggy? Yes. <laughs> no, not Twiggy. Sean, you salt, bro. Yeah, I don't even know how to say her last name. Twiggy. Twiggy's from Marilyn Manson. No, I know. I'm pretty sure like he hooked up with him, too. You know, really? No, I have no Wait, idea. Really? I'm just oh. talking shit. Oh. Is that like the thing where it's like, oh, like Marlon Brando fucked uh, like Richard Pryor or one of those things? <laughs> yeah. Didn't they say that? And he's like, yeah, so. I hope that's true. And everyone's yeah. like, you gotta yeah, get it's ahead like, in this world, man. Yeah. Yeah, fucking I don't give a fuck. We don't care. We don't discriminate. So Grizz, why don't you give me your final thoughts on this entry into the uh the Rob Zombie catalog? Man, Halloween is is probably uh in my my top three <laughs> favorite Rob Zombie films out of all fucking like five or whatever that he has. Hell yeah. There you go, man. <laughs> but this is, I, this I is actually, fun, dude. This is great. Dude, I gotta agree with you, man. This is now, I think this one is up there for me. I, let's see. Lords of Salem I, I is number know, one dude. for me, for sure, for his yeah. movies. But this Lords is, of Salem, I, uh, House uh, of a Thousand Corpses, I like. Um, Devil's Rejects, I like. Me too, I love Devil's Rejects, and, dude. And then I, I would say it. this. I would say this is right after, like it's a solid couple movies. I think his worst movie is is probably 31 but I still, I, agree. I still enjoy that movie too. I don't hate, I, I, I can sit through and watch that shit, dude. I love the cast of 31. It's got, you know, a movie I really, bunch of horror I, I legends. Really just, three from hell. I like rewatched it and like it. I don't know, man, that you one's going away from me. That one it's actually might be his worst movie. I think, I think 31 is better than three from hell. And I, I, I like the cast of three from hell too, man, but it's not it's just, the devil's rejects without, without the captain. Yeah, and it just—I—I I felt so bad for for Spalding in that movie, dude, and uh, it was brutal to watch him in that state. So, yeah, I, that that one just didn't need to be made. I feel Did like not need to be made. One hundred percent. I may have I may have kind of liked it, it when I first kind of liked it. it. I may have <laughs> kind of liked it when I first saw it, but it really is doing the opposite. It's growing away from me. I was bored throughout it. I, I mean, was like rolling my eyes a lot. It was one of those things. There's things about it that are enjoyable. There's scenes here and there, but it's, it, it felt almost like a Rob Zombie money grab almost because like the characters were just so in demand. Like they yeah. are his most popular characters. He finally got the rights back and was like working with Lionsgate again to finally be able to do something with those characters. Cause his basically was like, hands off for years because they were going to fucking sue him or whatever so like i get why it was made but it definitely felt like it didn't need to be yeah i almost took away from the legend of those characters man i think i agree with that you leave it at devil's rejects and those characters are iconic as fuck you know what i would have rather had like a um a backstory to like otis or something yeah, like yeah. that with him and him and ken foray like back in the day like what were they doing that would have been you cool. know what i mean <laughs> That I would like be a that. cool movie. We got to ask him if he's ever going to do that. Um, but Grizz, in keeping in the vein we of go. this week's episode, this week's <sighs> Wide World of Metal is going to actually be something that most people know I like this album. If you like know me personally, you know I'm a fan. But I don't think people were going to expect us to talk about <laughs> this one. And that's going to be 1998's Hellbilly Deluxe. It was. We had to do it. It was only appropriate to fucking cover this album on this uh special halloween uh rob zombie episode yes and like i was saying to you before we started recording when i first heard this album i listened to the first half like religiously and then after that i was like ah, whatever as an adult when you listen through uh to this album straight through Dude, the second half's better than the first. It really is. Like, there's tons of good shit in it. The second half sounds like a white zombie album compared All to the, the first. All the samples and stuff in the second half and, like, yep. the fucking oh, synths, yeah. dude. It, he really takes it to that, like you said, that white zombie area of, like, his musical, like, expertise in the second half of this. I'm, for me, though, Demonoid Phenomenon. That's the jam, dude. That's been my song since ah. I was a kid when I first heard this album. Listening to it back today. That's the one I had to go back to, man. It's so good. So so that's my favorite of all the ones that had music videos. I'm going to because because a lot of them did have music videos. Uh, let's see. Super Beast. Did, did that have a music video? Super I can't Beast? remember. I know Living Dead Girl, Dragula. Dragula. Demonoid Phenomenon. Uh, the Demonoid Phenomenon video is awesome. It's like a live video. Hell it's yeah. fucking sick, right? 
down, down, down. I love My. all of his fucking videos. <laughs> I, I've always, uh, yeah. his music videos have always been fun, dude. So my favorite song on this album is How to Make a Monster. Oh, and really? Nice. Okay. There's just something something about that song. It's like really cool to me how it's like filtered in a weird way compared to the rest of the fucking album. It's very short. I know they redid it on that like remix album and they made it slow. You know what I mean? And oh, I yeah, feel yeah. like that that takes away from the song. Like I would have liked to hear this like without that filter. Like it would probably sound like Super Beast to be honest, right? You know, <laughs> and listening back to this today, man, for the first time, and it would have had to have been fucking ages, dude. This holds up so well. Like, this is yeah. so fucking listenable, man. Like, as much as I, I rip on Rob Zombie's music as being like white trash stripper music, it's that in the best possible way. Like, it's, yeah. it's so hooky and like the fucking just... God damn, dude, the fucking, like I said, the, the, the audio clips that he uses, the synth lines, everything is just like, like the little, dude, and the thing about this too is the guitar playing. What is it? Fucking Riggs, right? He's the guitar player on this Riggs album. Riggs and Blasco. Yeah. That was, and Mike, and Mike Tempesta on the drums. And dude, like Riggs is playing is like, it's, it's minimal, but it's perfect. Like it's well, there when it needs to be. I'm going to say something. I don't think he recorded this. No. I think this was literally fucking Rob Zombie and like a producer engineer. No shit, I, dude. Yeah. And I, I think I remember, I didn't do any of the research. Uh, this is purely off of my fucking, you know, memory, but I think they were like, it was very early in like the, like computer sampling, working with the Dawn, this sort of way. Apparently like this thing was like quite the technical feat at the time. Like they imagine. really put a lot of work into it. I would love it. to see all the stems and shit like that from this album. Yeah. Dude, it's got to be All the crazy. samples and yeah. shit. But, but I am going to say that this is my favorite um, lineup of Rob Zombie. Like when I think of Rob Zombie's band and I'm not talking about white zombie, like Rob Zombie, I'm thinking of Riggs, Blasco and fucking Mike Tempesta yeah, on the Tempesta stage on with drums. all the, all the crazy fucking shit on the stage with like the robot guy coming out and everything. Like that's how I think of Rob Zombie. Like the new, when he went to that old, like that weird seventies phase with I'm, John five's a great guitar I was gonna say, player. Dude, you can't stuff, hate on John five though. He is. No, it's not his fault, but no. it's, it's just not the same. You know what I mean? When I think of Rob Zombie, I'm thinking of like that industrial horror crazy stage show and stuff and i feel like he lost that for a while i don't know if he does it now because no, i feel like the albums went a little bit more towards that old style of rob zombie no dude it still feels very 70s influenced man like fucking on a ufo or whatever the fuck that, that was so that, uh, bad oh my god and then he has this new one fucking smoking weed with werewolves under the moon or some bullshit i don't fucking know dude. <laughs> it's just like it went from being like dude hellbelly deluxe like this is super fucking good it's 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 like bordering that like being kind of fucking like horror corny but like in a really good way like this is really fun whereas now it's just like a giant fucking horror marketing bullshit fucking conglomerate art fucking piece of shit business and i just i fucking hate the music that he's putting out now well this is another one of those things where if, if this came out when like you know if this came out in 1994 1995 like jesus christ man people would be eating this shit up like you had ministry back then basically doing oh, yeah, it this yeah, yeah. would have been well i mean dude know. at the time period this album smashed like pete this was a fucking oh, chart yeah. topping fucking this album was on the everywhere. radio and everything yeah, dude dragula you couldn't get away you still can't fucking get away from dragula for christ's sakes dude that song is still fucking everywhere you put on the radio on any alternative rock station throughout the day you're gonna fucking hear yourself some dragon like yeah. i fucking promise you uh, <laughs> I, yeah i don't know man this this album has i guess that uh well also at that time like the the radio was slightly different than it is now yeah, i feel sure. like but this this album is a fucking bad taste hall of famer dude yeah, meet the creeper. Say, this, yeah. there's so many good fucking songs on this one man it's yeah, not the, just the like living of, dead girl dragula and those ones no no dude like mike was saying the second half of this dude the ballad of uh resurrection of uh, uh so joe awesome. and rosa resurrection joe dude fucking awesome it's so good and, and what's his fucking name the fucking long schlong johnson there fucking drums on that track 
from fucking uh, what the hell is that? Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Yeah, that motherfucker, dude. You see that shit he just pulled on Instagram a couple weeks ago? No. This motherfucker like posted a, a fucking naked picture of himself, fucking full dong out, like front and center. Hanging. Just was like, yo, here's a picture of my wiener, motherfuckers. And like, hell yeah. People got, I was like, hell yeah, good for Tommy Lee, dude. If I had a dong like that, I'd be fucking walking around naked all day, right? But people got Uh, pissed off because girls were like, dude, this is a double standards. You take our titty pictures down, this motherfucker can hang dong on Instagram and it's up for six days. They didn't take it down? It was up for like fucking six days, bro. It was up forever. And then people were finally like getting pissed about it. So Instagram was like, oh, we'll take the fucking dick pic down. We get it. All right. Every every time the guy went to go look at it to take it down, he just mesmerized by it. Forgot what he was doing. I can't take this down, bro. It's a work of art. (laughs) Wait, wait, what was I doing again? (laughs) So yeah, definitely check this album out if you haven't. Some of you younger people maybe haven't for whatever reason. I don't know. If you haven't heard this one, for sure. But go back. Go listen to some fucking Hellbilly Deluxe blast this as you're driving through your town let people know you're cool right oh yeah in your fucking saturn right (laughs) (laughs) with the fucking 12 inches shaking your trunk like a dumbass like i was every single every single bolt in your car is coming apart (laughs) (laughs) sorry well there goes that so uh grizz i think that just about wraps it up for this week where could they find you on the internet you can find me on instagram at kane underscore enabler and you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please subscribe to our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash badtastevideo. Oh, that's it, actually. Twitch.tv slash badtastevideo. Perfect. Um, we're going to start doing way more stuff for Halloween. We're going to try to get away with a little bit more, see where we stand with copyright strikes and all that stuff. Try not to get thrown off permanently, but we shall see. And the only way to know when we're streaming is to fucking subscribe and or follow us on Instagram. But subscribing is better you'll get that notification so grizz is there anything else you would like to say to these lovely people nah man i have had a uh a, a, I'm, I'm glad that we could at least come to a, a good center ground on rob zombies halloween this is me this this was good I, i'm happy with tonight's uh, progress <laughs> and i think uh with that we'll end it with a yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it goodbye